1: This is 1059 The Region. I'm Tina Cortez with On the Market, York Region's exclusive radio real estate show. Our host and real estate expert, Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties. Good morning, Asif. Good morning, Tina. Now, earlier this week, the federal government released its fall economic statement, and the focus was housing. What did you think? There's definitely a lot of uh, material in there that's going to help with
2: inventory to help get shovels in the ground, as uh, Tim Hudak, CEO of the Ontario Real Estate Association, put it. And and I think it's a welcome addition to uh, the housing and, and building housing. However, I don't know if it's enough. Uh, I think we're still short. Uh, I think there's more that needs to be done, especially with the immigration policies and we're letting in so many new people into the country that need rental housing or, uh, you know, moving into housing. We have a lot of people that are already here that have been here for years that want to purchase a house. And I think we're still in that crunch, that inventory crunch, where it needs a huge investment in infrastructure, and it needs a lot more permits to build houses a lot quicker than what we're doing.
1: And I think we also need more
2: skilled tradespeople. We really do, because there's a lot of projects that are on hold, not because of financial issues. Some of them are financially based, but the the majority of them, there's not enough workers. And and so we do need to let in more skilled workers, make it easier for them to get here, and also get them into these jobs so that they can start building homes.
1: So... It's a good idea, but just not enough?
2: I think it's a great initiative. Mm -hmm. It's just, we need more. And, you know, we've been told that there's a a number of homes that are going to be built over the next 10 years. And although we have seen a huge increase in our housing starts, we still need more.
1: Well, 2023 is coming to a close. Asif, how was it in terms of real estate?
2: You know, it's been a roller coaster year, Mm. so we started off really quiet. We had that huge step up in the springtime, and then it quieted down with the additional increases in the interest rate. And now that we've held steady for a couple of months in the anticipation of another hold coming up, buyer confidence seems to be returning. There has been a bit of a flurry of activity over the last couple of weeks. Again, not enough to save the year per se, but enough that it shows a lot of promise for what's to come in 2024.
1: So a lot has recovered and rebounded since the pandemic, but is it enough?
2: It's not. I mean, we still need a lot more inventory. We we need interest rates to stabilize to help Canadians that are already homeowners and that are going to be coming up for renewal because there's a lot of fear out there right now in terms of what's going to happen in a year or two years when I have to renew at a rate that's double what I'm paying. Now, it doesn't mean their payments are going to double, their interest uh, rate is going to double, and there may be different options that come up. There may be a longer amortization period. I know that with the big five banks or the A-lenders, They only do 25-year amortizations, but there's possibilities that you can go to a secondary lender and get a 30-year amortization or 35-year amortization, depending on where you go. So there's lots of options available to people. They need to speak with their lenders, their mortgage brokers, their representatives in order to make sure that the product that they're getting is the right product for the situation that they're in right now.
1: Now, according to RBC, earlier this week, they said Ontario leads Canada's real estate cool down as sales fall to crisis levels. Would you agree? Well, Ontario and
2: BC are the leaders uh, with home sales and house prices and everything like that. So if anyone's going to get affected first, it would either be Ontario or BC and there's if you think about how many people turn to Ontario for home ownership and moving up and moving down and you know right sizing as we call it uh Ontario will get hit first so although there is a bit of a cool down right across the country uh, Ontario and BC will be magnified and that's where they get these reports.
1: And what about the commercial
2: real estate market? Has it come back? It's still pretty strong. I mean, we're hearing a lot of reports or or a lot of people anticipated that commercial real estate would take a big hit, Mm -hmm. but it really hasn't. And if you're trying to find office space or industrial space, it's hard to come by for, you know, class A space. So we we want to, you know, emphasize that. Although it was rumored that commercial would take a huge hit or industrial would take a huge hit, it really hasn't happened because a lot of people have turned to industrial space instead of, and they're getting out of retail operations and getting more into the online type of business. So they scooped up a lot of industrial space. Offices are now back to in person. And so a lot of them have kept their space rather than downsizing. So everything, with everything coming back, especially in the GTA, we don't have that huge glut of inventory
1: in commercial or industrial space. After the break, the new platform for the multiple offer process. This is On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Stay
0: with us.
1: Welcome back to On the Market, York Region's radio real estate show. Over to my co-host and our real estate expert, Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties, with details of a new digital platform for agents and their clients, Asif. Thank you, Tina. We have to go to Australia to find our next guest. And joining us is
2: Ryan Norwich, Head of Growth for Open.com. Ryan, welcome.
3: Thank you so much, Asif. Yes, uh, great, to, uh, great to be speaking with you.
2: Ryan, there's been a lot of talk about transparency and auctions and open bidding, and I know in Australia you guys have been used to this for a number of years. Tell us a little bit about how it works down in Australia.
3: Thank you so much. Yeah, the um, look, there is a bit of a misconception here in in Canada that that the auction sale method is is uh, you know sort of the way every property is transacted, which. Which isn't which isn't true. It's uh, it's a small it's a small percentage of properties that do go to auction, um, but nonetheless, you know, we we uh, we uh, we started introducing transparency in offer management uh, going back seven years in Australia, and you know have been developing our software over that time to to really uh, enable transparency in in the in the standard offer making process, and so you know I think it's yeah you know it's a, it's a complaint of buyers everywhere that they you know, they feel like sometimes they miss out and they weren't given fair opportunity or, or fair information to make you know to make their best offer or, or, or to to secure the property. and our platform ultimately solves that.
1: So walk us through it a little bit. What does it actually mean for a buyer and a seller?
3: Sure. So in a traditional, uh, let's take a multiple-offer situation. Mm -hmm. In a traditional uh, setting, uh, what has happened is uh, buyers are told to put their very best offer forward. They have to take it on face value that the agent is telling them the truth that the other offer exists. And this buyer will often feel, you know, when they're unable to, um, to see what they're up against, they don't really know that the other offer is real. That lack of confidence uh, will affect what they what they put forward, because they're still sort of um being influenced by the price that they are hoping to buy the property for. So this you know sort of creates uncertainty on the buyer's part. They don't necessarily put forward their strongest offer, and the seller is is denied the best price in this circumstance. In a lot of uh, situations as well, because you know when the buyers can see what the, what the other offers are, sometimes they'll put forward a stronger offer with that information you know, given to them, and so nobody is is achieving the ideal outcome through this lack of transparency and that's what our platform provides. It, it provides a fair way for the agent to actually share that information with the buyers about about what the other offers are.
2: And that's an important point because just because there's transparency and openness with the offer, it doesn't mean that prices will come down. Prices could actually go
3: up. Yeah, it, it can work. It can work in in various ways. In some circumstances, that's right. The the competitive, you know, the, the competition will 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 be initiated between two buyers, and that can uh, that can you know result in a higher price for for the seller. And of course, in that circumstance whilst the, the price has, has gone up, those buyers have both been given a, a, a fair opportunity, have both been, been, been given a fair chance and one of them has decided not to increase any further. Um, and so those, both, both buyers have, you know, have, have, uh, have had a fair experience. Um, in other circumstances, the, uh, the price you know, that, that is achieved for the seller, um, it may be a case that the, that the seller has uh, been pro- provided with the evidence that hey, the market value for the property is, is not what we initially hoped or, or thought it might be, but we know that this is the best price that the current market is prepared to pay because all of our buyers have been given the information about what the, what the offers are and everybody has decided that they're no, no longer interested in, in, in putting forward anything stronger. And so the seller is, is now given the evidence that, hey, this is what the market says about your property right now would you like to take it or not and you know when the when the seller is comfortable that you know that what what is on the table is the very best price that the market's prepared to pay then uh, they'll typically be more inclined to 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 um you know to arrive and, and accept that price so it can it can affect you know your, your seller and your buyer in in different ways but ultimately the winner is is you know is is everybody because everybody's being being given the truth and you know, typically, you know, well, one, one um, statistic that would demonstrate that I think from from our experience in Australia is just the, the amount of time that properties are spending on the market when transparency is provided. You know, it's typically about half the time in a slow market. Uh, in a in a warmer market, the, the the days that it takes to sell a property also decreases, not by half, but more like about a third.
1: So can I ask do you think this platform will also expose those agents who may not be on the up and up
3: That is a really good point because you know the the seller and their and you know their selling agent are ultimately the ones who get to control the level of transparency on a campaign but one sort of degree of transparency that you can activate without necessarily activating full price transparency is is revealing well, where buyers rank on price can also be disclosed, but you can also just disclose the number of active buyers that are that are um, that are making offers on a property. And you know, the the beauty of the system there, you know, again to compare it to to the traditional uh, situation is, you know, you're taking it on face value. That when the agent says, "Hey, there's another offer," or "Hey, there's another two offers," the buyer is kind of forced to take that on face value. Um, with our platform you know, there's a there's an audit trail there is a there's a digital record that a signed offer has been entered into the system and so that provides more peace of mind that that yes you know this other offer that I'm being told about is uh, is is valid and, and is real so it, it's a way purely to to provide that sort of level of verification that yes we do have an offer and and in a way that you know the buyers are um you know are going to be able to believe you and so it it certainly you know it does absolutely um address that that problem there's you know there is unfortunately um a, a reputation of of uh of dishonesty uh in in you know in, in traditional real estate and that and i think that's you know whilst i think a majority of agents are honest i think there is there there's circumstances where you know there's a there's a handful that aren't and they probably, you know, uh, ruin it for for the rest. And and it's it's partly just due to the fact that, you know, despite the average property transaction being well close to a million dollars, um, we are in a situation where these buyers are being expected just to believe that an agent is um has you know, genuinely has another offer when they when they say that they do. And, you know, when when you don't have any Evidence of that, then of course there's going to be skepticism that uh, that these agents are behaving honestly. And so, yeah, our, our platform ultimately helps to clean that up, absolutely.
2: And, and Ryan, there's an initiative by the Interior Real Estate Association it's called the Trust in Real Estate Services Act, which goes into effect in six days, December 1st. And open.com is now hooked up with Korea, with Realtor.ca, and also with Webforms, and will provide transparency uh, system uh, systematic transparency so that people are kept aware of what an offer entails and and what details are being disclosed to the buyers tell us a little bit about the platform and how it's going to integrate with realtor.ca
3: yeah thanks and I, i'm 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 really glad you you bring that up i think it's um, you know, it's a, and it's a real credit to to you know the um you know the the regulators in Ontario. I think that they have they have uh, introduced this this legislation because it it uh, it really you know it's it's going to make the um you know the the offer or so the property buying and selling process you know a lot more you know a lot more fairer and transparent, which I think is is um is just a a um a good thing and, and, and the way the world is, is moving in general. Um, with respect to the, the realtor.ca integration, um, the information that our, that our platform can provide uh, to, to buyers, similar information can be shared with the, with the general public as well. Of course, without disclosing, um, without disclosing personal information of anybody, you know, buyers are represented by an identification number. But you can, as and when you want to, again at the at the direction of the seller, disclose uh, uh, or choose to disclose on the realtor.ca listing page for your property. You can choose to disclose either how many offers you, you have, or you can also disclose uh, how many offers you have and the the price of those offers. Um, and so, you know, typically when a when an agent receives an offer on a property. They naturally want to let everybody know that they have an offer because it creates, you know, it creates urgency and, and lets everybody know, hey, there's a negotiation underway here, and if you've been thinking about making an offer yourself, then you need to you know you, you need to make a decision as to whether or not you'd like to because you're in danger of missing out. And our platform ultimately allows the agent to disclose that information or broadcast that information that they have an offer not just to you know, the, the, the handful of people that have inquired or inspected, but to the enormous realtor.ca audience at large. And you know, that's extremely beneficial to, to everybody again, because you know, first of all, from the seller's perspective, it helps them to, to, to feel confidence that, the, you know, that, that, that everybody else is being made aware that there's an offer and that's gonna give them peace of mind that, that you know, if any other buyers are thinking about making an offer, those buyers are going to be found. Um, the buyers benefit because they, you know, they're looking at realtor.ca and, and they're being given access to more information about the property. Um, and again, you know, the, the agents benefit because this is going to help you know uh, buyer and seller come into agreement on price in a shorter space of time, uh, as I as I touched on earlier.
2: Definitely, a lot of excitement around and around. The open offer process and also using your system. There's a lot of realtors on the line as well as uh, a lot of clients listening in. Can you tell them where they can go to find out more information about Open Offer?
3: Absolutely. So I would go to openoffers.ca, that's O P E N N for November, offers.ca, um, and also talk to your agent. Let your agent know yeah you know, if you are whether that be you know in a, in the capacity of buying or selling uh, ask your agent uh, about openoffers.ca and and about you know the the um the you know the power of transparency to to help you get a better outcome because uh, you know agents um, it certainly is is empowering agents and, and giving agents a a new tool to uh, to serve their clients better and and you know help their their sellers Sell for more and hope help their buyers secure the property that they want.
2: Right, great information. I'm looking forward to using your system and also having you on again for an update in a few months.
3: Absolutely, looking forward to it as well. if, thank you so much for, for having me on. It's um, you know, it's a it's a real privilege to to be you know representing the platform and, and bringing it into the Canadian market. And um, and yeah, we're really excited to be to be doing it.
2: So, are we? We look forward to talking to you.
0: Thank you.
1: When we come back, your real estate questions, this is On the Market on 1059 The Region. Stay with us.
0: Need to connect with Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties? Call him 416 985 Khan. That's 416 985 5426. Or email ossiv at thehomeshop.ca. Now back to On the Market on 1059 The Region.
1: Welcome back to On the Market. Your questions for Asif Khan are next. And we begin with Suny in Oak Ridges. She wants to know how to handle purchasing her rental condo from the landlord who wants to sell. Asif? And what you can do
2: is uh, probably have that conversation with them and say, you know, we we'd be interested in purchasing this. And maybe if you get it just before he goes on the market or she goes on the market with that unit, you may even be able to get a better deal. So I would have that conversation. And even a lot of tenants have this conversation when they first get into a property and they say, if you ever think of selling we would like to consider purchasing this. So uh, if you can make a deal with them prior to going on the market or even if they want to go and test the market and you can put an offer in, that would be a great way to do it. Are there any sort of hidden issues that maybe SUNY would not be aware of? Well, I mean, with SUNY living there, she would have, probably have a, a really good idea of what the property has going for it and and what it needs. So I think it would be, you know when someone lives there for a while, you've almost had that test drive of that place, so you know all the ins and outs, you know the the good things and the bad things, so you can go in with an educated approach. You may not even need a home inspection if you've been there for a number of years and know everything that's happening. So you're in a great position to make that purchase uh, an educated purchase because you know everything about the property.
1: so you may not need a home inspection, but you still would need an agent.
2: Well, if you want to do a private deal with them, then that would still work out in your favour if uh, if you feel comfortable doing that. If you do want an agent to negotiate for you and and make sure that you're covering all the bases in terms of all the legalities, then you can bring in an agent and the landlord will probably bring in their agent and that way uh, everything is uh, on the up and up and when the bank sees the paperwork and everything, they feel a little bit more comfortable when it does go through the MLS rather than just a private sale. There's a lot of flags that come up with the financing uh, financial institutions when it is a private sale, so you would avoid that. And, and at the same time, know that all the paperwork is done well. You can even get a lawyer to do the paperwork for you just to make sure it's done properly.
1: Next question. Brianna from Thornhill has inherited her father's home but doesn't know what to do next. What are the steps to sell this property? Asif.
2: I think once uh, once that takes place, you want to make sure that the, the home is set to sell. You want to make sure you know everything about it and you can get a pre-inspection done to see what needs to be fixed or updated. You can clean it up, declutter it, and and then you just put it on the market. What you have to do is speak to a lawyer and an accountant and make sure that you're well-versed with the tax laws because there are going to be taxes that come into play as well. So there will be, um, you know, taxes that you pay to the government and sometimes it could be extravagant. So you want to make sure that the accountant and the lawyers explain all of that to you, what you would be on the hook for, and then take it from there.
1: What is probate and what does that have to do with this kind of transaction?
2: So a probate is when they go through the will or they go through the uh, estate and they make sure that there's no claims on it and anything like that. And sometimes that takes a while. I've seen a probate situation that has taken almost eight or nine months. So, it, And it's longer when the person that passed away does not have a will. Uh, if they have a will, it's a lot quicker. But if they don't have a will, then there's more hurdles to cross. There's more taxes to pay the probate tax, and, and again, an accountant or a lawyer would be able to explain that to you in better detail, but that's the uh, short version.
1: Have you seen these types of situations before?
2: Yes, definitely. We, we have dealt with it on both sides as a purchaser and as a seller, and it can be quite frustrating for the sellers uh, while they wait, and also the buyers, because they're almost waiting in limbo because they don't know when it will actually close. And we've seen delays up to four or five months.
1: Is the delay sometimes a good thing?
2: Sometimes it is. Uh, In this situation, it might be a good thing because uh, the market should be a lot better in about four or five months or six months than it is right now. So for financing wise, it'll be a good thing because it'll give uh, some time for values to creep up. And so that's good. But in some cases, if someone's renting a property and they have to give 60 days notice and they do so and the probate doesn't come in in time, then there's a delay that could also be a, a detriment to that transaction.
1: As a reminder, if you have questions for on the market, send your email to info at 1059theregion.com or contact Asif directly. Asif. They can get me at 416-985-5426. If you missed any part of our show, go to 1059theregion.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Audible. I'm Tina Cortez. Thank you for listening.